about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. We are an extension of him. So before the Father, there is no difference between us and Christ. That's why he lives in us. So if any man be in Christ, Christ is in us, we are also in him. So Colossians 1 says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. But the Bible also says, if any man be in, it is God's mystery. That something is in something, and something is in something. <laughs> Amen. So Christ is in us, and we are in Christ. And it's wonderful. Hallelujah. That gives us confidence in life. That gives us joy in life. So know that the Father has accepted us because we are in Christ. And we grow in His knowledge. We grow into becoming like Him more and more as we are exposed to the Word of God. Amen. The light from His Word removes every darkness in our hearts so Christ is more revealed. And as we see it so, we are transformed into the same image. That's, that's it. Praise the Lord. Are you glad you are born again? If people can just know this, everybody, they, they think being born again means come and join me. <laughs> but being born again is being born into God. Or being born of God. Hallelujah. There cannot be anything greater than a believer. That's all God. He has done all he was going to do. So the work is fully uh, settled now. And now we are in Christ. And the Bible says it does not yet appear what we shall be. But when we see him, he is our standard. And every day we become more and more like him. As we look into his word, we are transformed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I love the fact that I am born again. Hope you do also. <laughs> there's a story I want to read tonight. And there's a reason. We can learn a few things from uh, part of the Bible, the Old Testament. I just want to read something from there. Very interesting story. And I'll show you something from Epistle as well. Let's read that place... Um, that is First Kings chapter 22. And we'll read Second Kings chapter 3. Hallelujah. First Kings 22. And they continued three years without war between Syria and Israel. And it came to pass in the third year that Jehoshaphat king of Judah came down to king of Israel. And the king of Israel said to his servant, Know ye not that Ramoth in Gilead is ours? And we be still and taking up the hand of the king of Syria. Verse 4. And he said unto Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to battle to Ramoth Gilead? And Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, there are, there are many things to learn from this story. And I'm going to take it one after the other. Will you go with me? And he said, I am as thou art. My people as thy people. My horses as thy horses. Verse 5. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Enquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord. There's something about Joseph. Now listen. He already answered that someone I'm going to follow you to battle before asking God whether he should go or he should not go. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean on, not on your own understanding. In all your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him. He shall direct your path. In all your ways, acknowledge him. In all your ways. You have to understand this. The moment Peter confessed that thou art Christ, the son of the living God, the next minute he was telling Jesus, rebuking Jesus for saying he was going to Jerusalem, and Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. That means we follow the Spirit of God regularly. Manner of yesterday will become stale today. So man must live by every word that proceeds, not every word that has proceeded. So our fellowship with the Father must be fresh every day. Relationship with Him will not change. You are born again, you are born again. But fellowshipping with Him must be a regular thing. Otherwise we stray. So that's why the Bible said that we need to give the more energy to the things we have had. Let's at any time we drift away from them. So it is very easy to drift away from the things that you have learned. If you don't give energy to them. This is November 1st, right? We must give ourselves to pray and to the minister of the world. See, don't let down your guts at any time. We're talking about temptation in church, right? I just want to say, let's read also. He, he just said, I'm going to go. No, the king. 
So what said to Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat came to visit him and he said, you know what? That place they call Ramagilead is ours and we've not taken it. The king of Syria has taken it from us. He said, Jehoshaphat, will you follow me to go and reclaim the land? Jehoshaphat said, okay, no problem. My soldiers uh, said, we are, we are the same. But Jehoshaphat was a good man. He just quickly added, can you inquire from the Lord? We are coming back to this story now, but let's read a little of Second Kings chapter 3. You are going to see the same scenario. I am addressing people that are like Jehoshaphat this morning in their approach to things. Amen. Maybe this, uh, I know I can't finish today, but I just want to say something. See, I'm going to explain one of the reasons why Christians also fail at times. You know, the Bible says, which or not, now Jehoram the son of Ahab began to reign over Israel and all those things. Next verse, verse 2. He was evil, evil in the sight of the Lord. I don't know what to do with Jehoshaphat and evil kings. Verse 3. Nevertheless, this is talking about the king of Israel. Then verse 4. That, verse 4. And Meshach the king of Moab was a sheep master. Render verse 5. I want to go to uh, 6. Yeah, okay. Verse 7. The story should start for me. And he went out and sent to Jehoshaphat king of Judah, saying, The king of Moab hath rebelled against me. Why is he the one they always report this kind of thing to? He said, Will you go again? <laughs> when you don't have your direction, someone else will give you direction. In 2018, from now begin to plan, and if you don't have a plan, you will run someone else's plan. Hallelujah. This is the interesting thing. The first part that we will go back to later, it was the father of this guy that told Ahab, Ahab said, follow me to battle, and he agreed. Now, this story happened some years after the first one we read. Ahab had died then. Now, Ahab's son is reigning. And he wanted to go to war again. It was Jehoshaphat to call again. Will you follow me? Jehoshaphat himself didn't fight. He kept following them. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he said again, I will go up. I am as thou art. The same as I gave his father. He said, you see, we are the same. And my horses are thy horses. Verse 8. He said, which way? And he answered, the way by the wilderness of Edom. Verse 9. So the king of Israel went, I just follow me, I'm taking time to read the story. I want us to get used to the story. And the king of Edom, and they fetched compass seven days and journey, and there was no water for the oaths, and for the cattle that followed them. Verse 10. And the king of Israel said, this is how people who have not met the master, they keep suspecting God, that he wants to punish them. <laughs> So there was no water for seven days and the king of Israel was the first to speak. The Bible says he was a very bad man. He said, God has brought us out to destroy us. That was his answer. But look at Jehoshaphat's answer, verse 11. And Jehoshaphat said, not, Is there not a prophet of the Lord that we may inquire of the word by him? And one of the king of Israel, servants said, Here is Elijah, the son of Shaphat, which pour water on the hands of Elijah. What a CV. That doesn't look like a very powerful CV. But in the kingdom of God, service is the highest position. Jesus said, if you want to be great, be small. Hallelujah. Those who love serving in the house of God are the greatest people of all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I pray this understanding will come to many of you. If you are not in any unit and 2018 is coming and you are still not in any unit, I feel so sorry for you. Those who come to church and watch others do things. Anyway, <laughs> the first thing Joseph has said, I can see there's no water, but we need a word from God. If you can get to a point in your life where no matter what you face, you'll face it with a belief that there is an answer in the word of God. The word we open up to those who believe that there is an answer in the word. Every subject matter, every issue has an answer in the word of God. But then the way to look into it is to go, but either must come, must come, I must believe. When you open the word with faith in your heart that the Father has something to say about the situation and he has said it and his word settles it. Joseph has said that I is no water but there's no problem. Can we just get somebody who just give us dossier the Lord? They had no Bible there so there must be a prophet. Now you don't need to look for a prophet right now because you have the word of God in you. Are you following me? But there are still, Now there are prophets. It's part of fivefold ministry. But we are not supposed to be looking for them. There are those who are still, because they won't take time to pray and study the word themselves. But Joseph established the fact that I don't see any problem here. I just see that we need a word from God. So his servant just said, excuse me, sir. There is Elisha. He used to be the servant of Elijah. He used to pour water on Elijah's hand. He said he used to pour water on If he did that, there must be the word of God with him. 
What will come to your son? I said, that means that guy served Elijah. If he served Elijah, he has the word. He said the word of so the king of Israel, and then I just want to I read the story and then we we'll go back to the form. Verse 13. <laughs> and Elijah said to the king of Israel, when they go to his presence, no, to the kings. And look at what the, what the prophet said. He said, What have I to do with thee? Get thee to the prophet of thy father and the prophet of thy mother. Because his father was Ahab, his mother was Jezebel, and they were idol worshippers, they were worshipping bows. He said, then let Baal help you right now. Then he said something. The king of Israel said that, you know what? The Lord wants to destroy us, so we have come to you. Verse 14. And Elisha said, He swear that honestly speaking, if not that. He said, were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I will not look towards him nor see thee. He said, I won't send you. He said, what? I'm attending to you only because I can see Jehoshaphat with you. He said, that's the only reason why I want to talk. He said, Joseph was not here. I won't even see you at all. Then he said, bring me a misery. <laughs> there is a prophetic word for every situation. And this November, your word will come. Amen. The Spirit of God will open your eyes to that which is written concerning whatever you are trusting God for. Say it louder, amen. amen. Hallelujah. He said, bring me a mystery. And it came to pass when the mystery played that the hand of God came upon him. Now, so many things have been said about this one. I don't want to go into it. But then, uh, the worship of the mystery has something to do with the anointing in Elisha's at this particular time. Even though all other times he never needed this. But somebody said, that probably because he got angry. Why we talk about acts of sin? People look at adultery and everything. People don't just look at envy, jealousy, gossip and all those things. Apostle Paul spoke more about it. He said, put off these things. Anger, malice. And he said, here the works of the flesh are evident. Galatians chapter 5, and he listed them. See, the way we backbite, the way we refuse to walk in love, the way we get angry, strive, and all those things, the way you feel bad when somebody gets a better result than yourself, they rob you of your ability to walk in the supernatural. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. So it's possible because all other times he never used Israel. So probably because he got angry. As soon as he saw the son of Ahab, the anointing left him. He felt like slapping the guy. And then he saw Jehoshaphat and said, Ah! What is the problem with Jehoshaphat? So immediately, and Elijah just prophesied, it's as simple as, as the guy was just said that, there will not be rain. <laughs> there will not be wind. He said, but this valley will be filled with water. And within 12 hours, Everywhere that was dry, God filled with water. Our God is great. And with Him, all things are possible. They just needed water, but God went extra mile. He said, you will drink water tomorrow. He said, but beyond water, I will even let you win the battle. You know, it does beyond what you ask Him. The Bible says He's able to do a sitting abundantly above all we ask all. It does more. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. But this is Jehoshaphat with the but let's go back to Jehoshaphat chapter 22. Now that's where we have so many things to learn from. <laughs> Amen. That's uh, uh, King 22. Yeah. Then, he was the one that told them to go and see Elisha. He said, is there not a prophet? So in the same, uh, the earlier story, the same thing, Jehoshaphat said unto king of Israel, don't let us just go and fight. Can we ask a word from God? He said, I pray thee, inquire the word of the Lord today. And verse 6, And the king of Israel gathered the prophets together, about 400 men, and said unto them, Shall I go <laughs> to Ramagila to battle, or shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for the Lord shall deliver it into thy hands. This is serious. Next verse. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, I will limit what I am saying tonight. There's something remarkable about Jehoshaphat. This guy had the ability to discern. 400 prophets said that go up and prosper. When they finished prophesying, look at the next word Jehoshaphat had. He said, Jehoshaphat said, is there not the prophet of God beside all this? <laughs> he just looked at all of them talking. The king of Israel was excited. He said, go, you will prosper. Go, you will prosper. Jehoshaphat sat down there and looked at all of them. He turned to the king and said, sorry, is there not any other prophet apart from this one? That means he spotted something. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. 
Let's see the next verse. <laughs> and the king of Israel said to Joseph, There is yet one man. Oh, may you be the exception to the rule. He said, There is yet one, Micah, the son of Imla, by whom we may inquire of the Lord. But I hate him. You know, some people hate the truth. He said, I hate him. For he does not prophesy good concerning me, but evil. And Joseph said, Let not the king say so. Say, Don't say so, sir. And look at this verse. And the king of Israel called an officer and said, Go and bring Micah. Let him come here. <laughs> and the king of Israel and the king of Judah, they sat on their throne, having their robes in the entrance of the gate. And all the prophets were prophesied before. The prophecy went on. This verse. Even this one went to Estrama. He was the most popular prophet. Zedekiah, the son of Chenana, made him ounce of iron. And he said, Thus said the Lord, With this thou shalt push the Syrian until you have consumed them. And look at the next one. All the prophet prophesied is saying the same thing. So one of them made a horn of iron. He said, This horn, when you get to battle, you just be pushing them. <laughs> and you finish them. And Joseph was looking at them. Ahab was excited. Joseph was just looking at them. Where is one barrel for any? Amen. <laughs> and the messenger that was going to call me can speak to him. Even the messenger was called. Look at what was said to the prophet on the way. He said, Behold now, the words of the prophets. They declare, is good unto the king. Which one mouth? <laughs> he said, let your word, I pray thee, be like the word of one of them. And speak that which is good. He said, but everybody is saying good things. The king is enjoying it. As we go, just say, say the same thing. Tell him something good. <laughs> and Michael said, this is a radical. <laughs> he said that, those hear the Lord. As the Lord liveth, what the Lord has said unto me, that I will. The servant must be like, hey, we don't come. <laughs> so they came to the king. And the king said to him, Mikai, shall we go against Ramagilai to battle or shall we forbear? And he answered, <laughs> this, guy said, this is a very sarcastic answer. He said, go and prosper for the Lord shall deliver it to your hand. He must have been the way he said. The king knew that he was just taunting him. Then look at the next one. The king said unto him, how many times shall I adjure you? That you tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord. <laughs> you know what I found out? People come to me too for counseling. They tell you to tell them the truth. You tell them the truth and they get angry. Don't tell a woman not to marry somebody. If you don't want to get into trouble. People come and tell them, what do you think about this? Every business, men also... <laughs> My friend called one time, he was tired of cancer, a particular guy. That if you tell this guy this, he will go and do the exact opposite. So you know what? If you, <laughs> it was so bad that if you wanted him to live in Lekki, tell him to live in Ikorodu, he will go to Lekki. <laughs> he will do the exact opposite of what, but he will come and ask you that, what do you think? I, I, need, I really need. So the king said, tell me the truth in the, as if he was willing to accept the truth. But see, truth is expensive. And truth can be bitter. Amen. He said, tell me the truth. And he said, he just told them the vision. So he said, I saw all Israel scattered upon the hills. As sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let all of them return every man to his own house. Verse 18. And the king of Israel said, Jesus, show me, sir. So I told you, I just said it that this guy will say something bad. And then the guy went on. And he said, hear therefore the word of the Lord. What is going on? He now explained why the prophets were talking trash. He said, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne. And all the hosts of heaven standing by him on his right and on his left. Mm. This story is very deep. And the Lord said, who shall persuade Ahab? That he might go up and fall at Ramah Gilead. And one said this manner, and one said this manner. Verse 21. And there came forth a spirit. That must be Satan himself. And stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. Because God has no lying spirits. But remember that Satan went to the presence of God to talk about Job. So that means at times he comes in like that. His judgment is set after the battle of Abagadom. So till then, he can check in and check out. So at the time of Job, he came in one day to Job and he just said, Do you think Job is having you for nothing? Have you not blessed him? And God said, So what's the problem now? He said, Let me just play with him a little. And we'll know where his face is. God said, okay, no problem. He actually was, Satan even tempted God. He told God that you touch Job 
And God said, no, I don't do evil. You are the evil one. You touch him yourself. If you tempt, so he told God, he said, touch him and see what we have. God said, no, I don't. The Bible says, God tempts no man with evil. He says, so I, I don't. Evil doesn't come from God. He says, so I don't, I don't do that. You are the one who is known to be a specialist in doing evil. So touch him yourself. The only thing I will do is that I can defend him, but I won't. But to touch him, I won't do that. Hallelujah. <laughs> so, I'll be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, thou shalt persuade him, and thou shalt prevail. Go forth and do so. So he said, now therefore, behold, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets, and the Lord has spoken evil concerning thee. Verse 24. This top prophet, Zedekiah, but Zedekiah saw the went near and smote Mekai. Mekai just heard, you know, you can suffer for the truth. What? He said, <laughs> which way went the Spirit of God from me to speak to you? <laughs> but Mekai said, Behold, thou shalt see in that day, when thou shalt go to thy inner chamber and to hide yourself. You see, this thing, this last part, it means two things. Literally, he was telling the guy that, the king will die in battle. They will lose the battle. Thank God it's a public thing. It will be a pub- you will run away and hide yourself. But prophetically, he was also telling the guy that it was giving him the answer to the question he asked. How come the Spirit of God went from me to come to talk to you? Because this, you were not hiding yourself in the place of prayer. So you have stopped seeing. He said, when you hide yourself, you shall see. You shall see. When you cut away from activities of land, you stay with the word and pray, your eyes will be open. So in other words, tell this guy that you've been attending too many functions or kings and presidents, so you have become blind. He said, when you hide yourself, you shall see in those days. Hallelujah. Next verse. <laughs> and the king of Israel said, take Mekai, carry him back to Ammon, the governor of the city. As if the slap was not okay. Was not enough to drive the king's son. Look at what he said. Don't say the king, put this fellow in prison and feed him with the bread of affliction and water of affliction until I come. In peace. Next verse. And Micah said, if you return at all in peace, then the Lord has not spoken by me. And he said, hear everybody. Of course, the king, if you read on, died in battle. And Jehoshaphat, let's read, was a fool. He saw these things. Now, next verse. Next verse. Look at the wickedness. Bible said the, the sons of this, the, the, the the, the, the children of this world are wiser. When the battle was about to start, the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will, disgu- I, will disguise my, I, I will disguise myself. That means, I will remove my royal party and look like an ordinary soldier and enter into the battle. But you will put on your robes. And these idiots. And the king of Israel disguised himself and went to battle, but Jehoshaphat put on his robe. How could somebody propose that to you? And you accepted now look at what has happened. I said they knew the next verse. But the Syrian commander and his thirty and two captains, the Syrian and the, the, but the king of Syria commanded his thirty two captains that that over his thirty, saying, "Fight neither with small nor great, save only the king." The other country had given an order that please don't target anybody except the king. And remember, maybe Ahab heard this. And told Joseph that you dress like a king. There is a reason why the Bible says in the New Testament, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. And then 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33. Evil communication. And that communication there is what association. It's not a very common gospel. Or it's not being commonly said nowadays. That believers should understand that you should have your own company of men who believe what you believe. If you open yourself in this cell, you can get yourself into trouble. People can drag you into things that God will not have you do, and you can get into trouble. Like it happened, God saved this guy. But look at what happened. He came to pass. When the children saw Jehoshaphat, they said, Surely this is the king. And they began to pursue. <laughs> and the Bible said the guy cried out. I have said to people, At least if you are sinking, learn to shout for help. As Peter was walking on the water, when he saw the wind, he started sinking. Jesus did nothing until he cried. And the master, the master will always respond to a cry. When you need help, are you help? He is the very present help in time of trouble. 
But you can pretend as if there is nothing wrong. And the Lord watches you like that also. Remember, He will not force His will on any man. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Joseph cried. And then, they saw that I was not the king. And they turned back. They found out they killed the Yam. And God saved Joseph. Now, we read the second passage. He still didn't stop there. The second place. So he went for this guy's son. They went for battle. They, they, they got water. But then, the Bible says, himself and that king, they made a ship together. And a prophet came and said to Joseph, how come you good man? You are working with a man that God is angry with. And the ship got destroyed. They built, they invested so much to that ship and it was destroyed. Because God said that, no, no, no. I didn't plan that you work with such a person. See, it's a different dimension tonight. I just want to ask you. You need to check the cycle which you oppress. Who are the people there? When they threaten the apostles, they look for their company to pray with them. And when they pray, the pay shook and everybody had boldness. Those who on Sunday during love of I spoke about Otikos, those who all pray like Otikos, when they fall, they fall outside. They never fall inside. I explained to you that if you read that chapter 20, the Bible says Otikos sat in the window. King James Version says in the window, not on the window. On the window will mean that when you perch on the window and you're hearing what somebody is saying. In the window means that it's not like this. <laughs> the window divides him into two. So, one leg in, one leg out. That was what happened to Saul, Saul, Jonathan, and David. He will come and meet David in the wilderness and he will say that, I know you'll be king and I know you'll be great and I'll be the next to you. But he will go back to the palace. He could not forego the comfort of the palace. The way the law works, if you don't let go of what is in your hand, the law will never give you what is in his hand. Because it takes faith to walk with God. You don't walk by, you walk by faith, not by sight. When God has a great plan for a man, a great plan for a woman, and the one you have created for yourself, you cannot say bye-bye to them, you are not worth that one that has created for you. And how many times are people missing out on divine plan by fabricating plans of them? Remember, the flesh is against the spirit. The spirit of God will never accept what is carnally built. It's an offense to him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is how many times people miss God's plan for their lives. Because they cannot say. For some reason, Joseph found it very difficult to say no to these evil kings. That I know who I am and I know where I belong. We cannot have fraternity. We cannot have this association. He was a worshiper of God who loved God with everything in him. But he just had these ungodly relationships all around him and he couldn't say no. How many people are like that nowadays? They are born again. They've come into Christ. But they are holding baggages. They are the ones that Hebrews 12 refers to. Let us lay aside every weight and sin. So there are weights that people bring. And the weight will affect you because you are running a race. Nobody runs with traveling bag and wing. All weights must go. Make yourself light. Trim yourself. Be the best that God has on earth. The Bible says it is given to you on behalf of Christ. Not only believe, but also suffer. That suffering means that sometimes we let go of some things and they are painful. For the sake of Christ. Like Paul said, the things that meant something to me, I counted them but dung for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. So many to let go of many things. We don't bring them into Christ and keep running with them. We let go that we might be able to be all that He wants us to be. Hallelujah. See, there's something about what happened to this prophet. And I'll tell you why they all got it wrong. Number one, it was already a sovereign declaration of God that Ahab must fall. When you keep going, Ahab was a man who did not like the truth. In the presence of a man who does not like the truth, a prophet trying to persuade the apostle can begin to say wrong things. The best way to do is people just to leave them alone. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. When people go from prophets out one after the other, they will definitely fall into what is not God's plan for their life. Because in New Testament, we are not called to operate that way. There are no mediators again. But if you create one through which you hear God, He can send someone to you. Let it be God, not you looking for it. But if you go about establishing that you are getting out of the New Testament order 
and you get yourself into trouble. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you, are you following me? Amen. When they are finally that all these 400 men must have asked themselves, they were real prophets. But at that moment, that's why the Bible says, test every spirit. It does not matter who is speaking to you. I just give you an illustration now. Peter, one minute, proclaimed Jesus as Lord. He gave the highest revelation as at that moment. Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. The next minute, Jesus said to St. Peter, get behind me, Satan. The only spirit and Satan spoke through Peter within the space of one hour, the same thing. So a person can say what is right by 10 o'clock does not mean it's right by 11. We are as right as we follow the Lord and yield to His Spirit. And I take unto the Word of God and refuse to deviate from the Word. That is where you are correct. Because the words are eternal. And if we stay with the Word, you are heavily correct. Are you following me? This is very, very important. Hallelujah. Great things are ahead of us in life. Amen. Hallelujah. The journey is a wonderful if you strip yourself of loads that you are carrying. Why do many people live in fear? The reason why people fabricate their own plans is that they are afraid. And fear can only come because you don't trust God. So somebody is 35, like I said on Sunday, and she feels that time is going. So she enters one wrong relationship. She knows this is not God's plan. From your spirit, you know that this is not it. But you just have to make do with something for time to come. God's plan for your life is not that you manage something. He will give you a blessing that everybody will know that this is a blessing. When God shows everybody we know this is God. If everybody does not clap, it is not God. Sarah said that all those who hear will rejoice with me. There is a kind of news that is coming to your life. That will cause many to give praise to God. People are praising God on your behalf. You know, every ear that hears will say that. You mean that happened? Oh, glory to God. Have you seen people dancing who don't know you? They are dancing. And they are singing that, bless you, Lord, you are holy. Because of what they have heard about you. That's what God wants to do. And don't tamper with it by, don't, don't. Hallelujah. Sarah didn't know that no matter how she tried, a child born by Agai is Agai's child. And she realized that later. So instead of drive out this lady, after using her. Because she also said, maybe when she gives birth, she will be... What, who, the one that is not your son, is not your son. That's the truth. So when God descended later, he told Abraham that he said, the child that Sarah, your wife, will have, I'm letting you know, Abraham, we are not making adjustments here. I am the Almighty. I am able to give Sarah a son, and a son I will give her. He said so, and when God wanted Abraham to sacrifice, and when God tested Abraham, check that scripture, Genesis 22, he said, take thy son, thy only son. God did not recognize Ishmael. Some are read that place, God didn't make a mistake. He said it intentionally, they could have stopped and take your son. He made Abraham to realize that, I don't know Ishmael. You did that on your own. He says, so take your son, thy only son, because every good and perfect gift, it comes from above. This is the gift we brought, and it's the only one we recognize. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. People will get radical promotions in office. All that matters to the Spirit of God is that you will represent the kingdom of God where you are. And that through you, the knowledge of His kingdom, when people see you, you have become the message that God is preaching. As in your life is the message. When they say God is love, they see it in you. When they say God is good, they see it in you. Hallelujah. This is why we operate high level of integrity. That people see the light in us. They rejoice. We are not afraid of speaking the truth to anybody. If you are late, tell them I'm late. We are being, we are His righteousness. So fear is gone. And we live in His presence. And we know our Father holds nothing against us, so we don't care about any man. In the sense that we tell people as it is. After all, our future can never be determined by any man. A Christian fire means nothing. Your Father has another terminal places he could take you to. 
It is absurd. It is very, it is the absurdity of the highest or the kind of truth for a Christian to be told to do something wrong. A Christian woman, somebody wants to sleep with you to get you something and you are going to do it. And you, you are even thinking about that. It's, it's absurd. I mean, that is absurd. You are bigger than the man saying that. People like that should be told that wait a little. Maybe I will employ you. Hallelujah. Because whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Whatever is born of God does not dodge the word and bend. It stays and overcomes it. Because we have this faith in us. What they said concerning Mordecai are very powerful. They said the seed of the Jew. The wife of Ammon told him, If you have started falling before this man, you shall fall. Why? He is the seed of Abraham. But you see, we are of new creation, greater in capacity. Hallelujah. So we are... Yeah, on earth they call on the seed of Abraham. The Bible follows that. New Testament confirms that it's true. But beyond that, we are seeds of God. Because we are born of Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes, because God waits for you to take your stand, it makes a lot of people to think that God is not working out anything. No. Your Father is concerned about everything around you. He didn't stop them when they were taking Daniel to the dead. You know, some Christians would have prayed against that decree. Can I tell you something? It is possible that Daniel too prayed. When he saw the evil in those guys, he must have prayed that, Lord, don't let, don't let the king sign. Well, the king signed. But that didn't stop him from praying. They said that, don't pray for some days. Daniel kept praying. He was so sure, and they came to arrest him while he was praying. And as they were taking him to the den of land, the guy just submitted himself. The Almighty God who can speak to anything. He understand lion's language. I told him before, he told Lion, what God told them, he just preached a message about seed sowing to them. He said, guys, they are bringing one Daniel. His first fruit, sow him. If you sow Daniel, I will give you over 120 people, 100 fold return. So when Daniel entered, they came out, we are sowing seed today. That we give these guys an offering unto God. We are supposed to descend on him, but you know what? We live by sacrifice. So we're looking at lion. We're looking at that. I said, "You are a seed. You are a seed." When I looked at that, like, ah, this guy is fresh. I feel like that, but you are a seed. He said, "You are a, you are a sacrifice. You are a seed. You are an offering." He said, "You are my offering." And after twelve hours, the king came and he said, "Daniel, look at the description. Says servant of the living God. Ah, you know." God's reputation is at stake over your life. There is a way you can drag God into every battle you have in your life. Tell him that, Lord, if I fail, you fail. So it's not by those who can say that are those who are living every day for him, actually. When you are living by the word, I live it, it becomes to say, Lord, if I fail, you fail. Say, because people will say, who, who am I? One man of God was having an issue and he was talking to God this way, who am I? He said, after three years, if I die, they will forget about me. He said, but there are those who will remember forever that that guy used to pray, but God disappointed. He said, think about what you are doing. You think God will get angry? <laughs> After this evangelist in the battle, this guy waits about 20 souls every day or so, every day. And one day was traveling to, and he decided not to go by play. He was going luxurious, and they were shooting. As the bullets were flying, the guy just sat and crossed leg. And he said, Lord, I, I hope you have not forgotten that how many Christians win 20 souls per day. He said, here is one in the bus. Let them kill him and let's see who's going to lose. That's what he told God. And believe me, sincerely, read the parables of Jesus. God is a master businessman. God looked at him. Ah, 20 souls every day. <laughs> if this one goes, that means in the next 30 days, we are going to miss how many people? 600, 300 people. 600 people. Ah, no, 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 no. Everyone said, mm-mm. <laughs> it sounded like this till the whole thing passed. He was just too sure that no. He said, Those of us who win so that we are not many. He says, so Everyone does it, they won't joke with this one. When I'm sure Dausa was there, I used to say to God, Lord, you have only one blessing in Dausa. Treat him well. He <laughs> <laughs> came to Lagos, Tahoe Baliba Crusade, there were over one million people. The commissioner for police, of, or the commissioner of police of Lagos State, then, it's for general police actually. You know, the number was in Lagos then said that the crusade will not hold. Abishal told the guy that we will know who has power. 
He sent over 70 more posts where I arrest Abishai. Those who are gone, they saw one million people, they stood at the back. As Abishai was speaking, when he saw the Mopo, he said, please, make sure at the back that everything is in place. Mopos, help us control the crowd. And they became trial. They were controlling. <laughs> and he said somebody told me he wanted, he was, he was acting on order from above. They just, now, so that I let go of the police, let go, she made less than 10 million, maybe less than 8 million. And one million people, kissed and gathering, just felt like, ah. So they wanted to stop it. And he told the guy. He says, later somebody sent a message to the commissioner that, uh, to the surgeon that, look, they are, this crusade, they are powerful on crusade ground. Now there were too many people there that the best way to arrest him, go and wait for him at the hotel. So they you know they used to use walking, talking there. Somebody now told that bishop when the crusade ended, more post, they had about 16 who came to his hotel to wait for him to arrest him as soon as. He said, tell them, when a lion goes out hungry and he comes back and he meets something at home, he will devour the thing. He said, if I see one Mopo when I come back, the old guy was the first to leave. He told the boy, he said, you stay, let me. Everybody left. That's why he left. He could say for about five days. That's why they left him alone. Those were the men that fought for some things. And he said no to preaching on. Preaching on TV, our bishop said one deadly. This one, I think it was even President Boy, that was the president then, that the, or the batch, well, one of them, or IBB, that the president had to stop International Community of Witches or Conference of Witches. You remember, some of you remember the story. Said they were coming to have their an international conference in Nigeria. And they said in Edo State, I'm sure said, My God. He said, he said, Told God that way that, Lord, leave, leave them to me. That you are too big to be involved. That Idaosa is here. So he said in his church that the crusade that the conference will not hold. And their Nigerian representative was a very brilliant Edo lawyer. Who went on TV and said that not even God will stop the conference? That was how he said. On NTA, said not, not God. NTA Bini then. And that bishop went on the TV to meet him. So they organized a debate for that. That was how I told the guy that, you know what? I like you. are very courageous. He said, not even God can stop. He said, it is true. Because God won't bother himself. He said, I will stop you. <laughs> then he told the man that if you say you are a witch one more time, I will ask you to die right now. Are you a witch? And the guy kept quiet. Then the MC said that there's no need for debate again. <laughs> then you know the interesting thing. Later he said he learned that the president was watching in Dodan Barracks. And that's his period that what is this old witch about? And he, told, he said this man is Bodo. And the president ordered Nigeria immigration and embassy not to allow any of them to come into the country. The president was not a Christian. See, they that know they are God. Nigerian church is missing that bishop. They that know they are God. That man had authority. And he's the one I witnessed. He came to my state in Abuja. I was a small boy then. To see our governor, then governor Ewang. And he just entered. My boss, not my then friend, was a young man. About 30 pastors followed the bishop. They was all of them just followed him in. And my pastor too wanted to enter. And the police just put their hand. Those SS guys, that enough. From the front, our bishop just looked at those two people. Just moved their hand. He didn't say, he just turned back and looked at them. Just, so my pastor entered. And he just said that, oh, I have limited time. The governor was shaking. He said, Ewan, my son, the message is simple. God brought to this state. Open, you know, he said, yes. Someone told about my God is that you mess up his life, we will remove it. Is that okay? Then let's pray. <laughs> and the guy just prayed for the guy. And he left. And the governor escorted him to his car. Just like, <laughs> this is audacity. Hallelujah. Oh, God. <laughs> Men who walked in, in the bathroom, Bishop I look at church. During the service, a woman died there. And Bishop said, put her here. When I'm through with my message, I will attend to her. So they put her on the stage. And everybody kept looking at the woman. And he kept preaching for about 15 minutes. He also has one thing about Africa. You, you watch things too much. Now, I know you are not listening to me because of They say, can I have a bottle of water? I just put it in the name of just stand up. And the woman will just continue preaching. The church went. Authority. There was a church that came to pray. They did not have a roof. And in his hotel, he said, Lord, when I start preaching, embarrass them, send every rain that they might not they have to rule their church. When the thunder started, the intercessors gathered at the bar, they were praying. Lord, don't let them pray. Abishal was laughing. <laughs> when they came out, as soon as they gave him by, there was a heavy damper. He told them, he said, pray till tomorrow. You can't stop. He said, because I called for the rain. He said, now that your guest minister is under the rain, share you now know you have to rule your church. How many people are willing to give to rule this church? That was the day they contributed the money. They have been dragging it. It was in Abuja one day, a woman said, she, she was talking. She was pointing to the guy around it, who is that guy? 
Because somebody gave Abisho a house around that area. I said, that's the man they call it Daosa. That is a pastor. And the woman said, that, who says pastors are becoming, who are the, who say pastors are becoming to be building, building a house here? Abisho went there and said, what did you just say? I said, I don't know what the right pastors are becoming. I said, Abisho just gave her a slap. And the said, you call yourself a man of God. He said, yes, only men of God are authorized to slap. <laughs> and he told the woman that, watch the house will not pass the level you are. She couldn't. So to the next person, that one could do so until the person they sold it to came to meet Abisho that now the Christian are born and now said the house will go. A decree. <laughs> you know, we understood their time that they, they were they were rugged. <laughs> you know, many of them had to fight their way. Some are complaining about that the way they talk about it. It's the way they evolved. It was in Kaduna where they wouldn't want a church. They have made this somebody came in smoking one government official and Musa and like who says you should be here. He said, they said, gave him two answers, his cigarette fell down. He said, if you come here, he said churches are not supposed to be in town. Bishop uh, Bishop told him that what about your mother? Are they outside town? He said, Come back again and die. And the guy refused. Then one day they stopped there, they just took their land and you know, this one where Church of God mission is in Abuja, it's at the center of Abuja. When Jeremiah was saying it was the uh, FCT uh, store in the time of Abacha. Abishab entered the office and tapped Hussein. He said, Come, my son. And took him to the window of his own office. He said, Look at that land. I want it for our church. Hussein said, It's about this, uh, the president that can give that. He said, Then tell him. Hussein called president. He said, Sir, Abishab, about the letter. He said, Whatever he wants, give him. Hussein said, He said, I don't want that man's trouble. That's how they have the church. Audacity. We are always saying, Let's go next one, the man. Audacity. And by the way, you know where the church is now used to be the headquarters of their evil shrine in Edo State. And his bedroom is on the top of the shrine itself. They gave him the land for when he said he need land for church and they have money, he asked for evil forest. And the king said, Ah, this boy, you want to die young. And again the evil forest. Now the evil forest is where the church is now. We need that kind of <laughs> and it's about they that know their God. They that know they are God. The first pastor to preach in their national stadium in Russia, Abishop. When communism was high there, when they said the Abishop, Nigerian pastor, in Russia stadium, he said that the government, when he said the government, said, he said, no, government is upon his shoulder. You know, he had this way of talking, he just bring out the scripture. He said the government, he said, so they can't stop. He said, they cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Pastor Moni, one of our pastors there lived, lived, she lived, she went to the school there, and she was telling me one day about how large this man's heart was. All students used to enter his bedroom. They would be gisting with him. He would have come back from abroad, many crusades, and be dosing. When you stop, he said, No, continue. So, Papa, what did I say last? And he will tell you the last thing you said. In some matter, I'm not like that. Every child in school will enter his room. They will come to his bedroom. They will sit upon his bed. Primary school students. And he will, he will sleep up like that in their midst. I'm talking with them. And if you should tell you, oh, Papa, today is my birthday, they will take you to his house. You must eat your love rice with him. And now they rule then. Don't fast when you come to him. Say, fast when you are not in my house. But when you are in my house, you don't fast. Breakfast, all gardeners, all security men, everybody must come in to take breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Serving food in his house, everybody in the compound must come in. If you were brought in to connect wire, they will ask you to come down, ready for you, must come in to eat. So they said they, they cracked 318 eggs for breakfast. So you can imagine how many people had breakfast that day. 318 eggs. Bishop sure said that very soon you'll be laying eggs in this house. 318. He was man of a large heart. When he died, some cried. Not because that he died, but because school fees is gone. <laughs> Maybe the next person will be you. <laughs> T.L. Osborne spoke so much about him. Authority and audacity. I have a video where he went to Bernice. So Bernice couldn't contain himself. He told the police, he got up three times to collect my from He said, this is the most anointed man I've seen. One day in the meeting, when he was leaving, people were following out. The Abishop sat down. When he was, Abishop said, Bernice, are you true? Let me show you power. Yes. He was the one that spoiled Rehaboki when Rehaboki Rehaboki came to that Tafobalua crusade. Where Aboki saw one million people, he sat down on the floor crying. He said, I thought I had a crowd with 60, 70,000 people. Abisho said, Rehaboki, come and see crusade. And from that, Rehaboki went to another level. Those who carry authority. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, I feel like saying this story tonight. Somebody here, see, it might not even be me. Somebody here will walk in that dimension and greater. But these are not special for some people. All that some people have entered into it. Hallelujah. Their university did something last year. When they called out Pastor Chris Yakilome, he said you write a letter for a bishop. He said there was none like him. He said if you do not make that bishop, you have met people like us. And Pastor Chris gave one billion naira to the university. He said that that is how much our bishop was to some of us. He said I was there in Edo State in his days. I was a student. I used to come every weekend. Our bishop would tell him, okay, Chris, grab this letter for me. So you can see where Pastor Chris is coming from. That's the truth. Authority. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Watch your association. Watch your connections. Watch where you go. Watch who you align yourself with. Follow the Spirit as a little. That's the message tonight. Shall we rise? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In these last days, we will witness the whole world will see the glory of God in us. The whole world will see the glory in our family. Your home will be a witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. With great power, you witness the resurrection. Your body, your soul, your spirit will testify to the Father Jesus alive and that He lives in us in the name of Jesus Christ. His testimonies will not be weak in your mouth. The world will see that Jesus is alive because they see, they see Him in you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There will not be any sickness that will survive in your body. You will not live in lack. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. May the supernatural be the part of your life every day. In Jesus name. The Spirit God will direct your path. The Lord will lead you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh blessed be your name Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen.